said I bought you. Yeah, we should roll a pound and count it. Yeah, look at all these heads that I bought you. Yeah, come and help me mount them. Won't stop till my driveway got a fountain. I done quit so many jobs, you would think that I'm a quitter. Really, I need quick cash, I just need it quick, fast. So I hit that field till that kid got that big stash. Shit. You, you already know what it is. You were listening to The Urban Product. It's your boy, DME. It's your boy, Cozy Rich. It's your girl, Money. It's your and, boy, oh, my fault, my fault. Oh, I like crazy. that. I like that. I was going to introduce you, but go ahead, hop on. <laughs> go ahead, hop on. Let them know. It's your boy, Joel. Hey, you feel me? <laughs> How's everybody doing? It's my birthday. Okay, facts. <laughs> Let's just go off. <laughs> it's my birthday, guys. Facts. My birthday. I turned 23 today, Jordan year. Happy birthday. How do you feel? Yeah, it feels How like did you spend it? I went to work and then I came here. So like every other day. Feel me? Adulting. Nah, so nah, for real though, okay, like word. what I did, what I did <laughs> do though, uh, Saturday, I went out, got a table in Boston at a tunnel. Big baller. Yeah, it was crazy. Niggas uh, pregame with Patron and Henny. And then we got to the club, bought a bottle of Henny. The table came with a bottle of Belvedere, which is vodka. And then we had, bo- <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Moet, which is champagne. All right. Nah. Patron, Henny, nah. vodka, and champagne, bro. Patron is the white devil. Bro, that was some different type. That Patron I had was brown. That's how I knew it was bad. Yeah, so long story Ooh. short, bro, 3 a.m. came. So did the, the alcohol. That shit was bad. I threw up at least four or five times after the club, but it was all worth it. And then uh, yesterday, me and a couple of my boys went uh, to Friday's, got some food. So, yeah. Word. So, yeah. in other words, you wasn't too lit. You was three lit. I was, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah bro. That shit was bad. I felt like I was dying, like, heaving. I was forcing myself to throw up, like, nah, I understand how girls feel. Like, uh, like, yo. Oh. <laughs> nah, like, yo, you ever be laying down and then, like, that's when you catch the spins? And you're like, I'm, I'm not going down like this. Because I know if I sleep and wake up, it's going to be even worse. So. I've never made myself so, throw up. Well, hold on. What is the reference to girls, what does that mean? Like, you ever see movies where girls are just on the toilet or over the toilet, like, I got to throw this uh, up, like, okay. crystal, hold my hair, shit like that. I mean, I don't... Anorexic? I don't, yeah, I that's, that's, that was <laughs> the thing I was connecting it to, but... Oh, my fault, all right. <laughs> just yak. <laughs> when someone guess, holds our I guess hair. I'm stereotyping. It is what it is. I can't be racist to white people anyway, so... I don't care. When did it go to white people? Right. <laughs> 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 what? Did did it go to white? Oh my oh. head! Marty, how are you doing? Right. Oh, my, my head, my head. Um, well, last week Dev told y'all to cover your mouths when you sneeze. You know, wash your hands. And I see that people at Bridgewater State don't want to do that. They just want to, you know, spread germs everywhere. They want to cough. Like, it's no tomorrow. It's okay. Thank you so much for having me sick throughout the whole weekend. I was in bed the whole time. I loved it. So Thank that's you. why you got sick, because other people don't wash their hands? I've literally had twice, two occasions, I saw my roommate just coughing out in space without covering her mouth. Ew. And then I was in class yesterday, and someone behind me was coughing without covering their mouth. So that's why so, you got sick? N- 
People are dirty, okay? <laughs> I find it funny. People are dirty. You know, but you know that for a fact, though. That, like, oh, I know it because I was fine beforehand. She was in that... Sp- I'm never in my so room. So you can prove this. Let me. I can prove this. Let me tell you. Let me Let me give you a nice little short story, and then we're going to go into her stuff, okay? <laughs> I usually am not in my room. I usually go to my friend's room. We burn, you know, we, we chill, whatever. I usually go back to my room to sleep or if I got to get ready for class. The two days that I actually relax in my room, that's when I get sick. You know why? Because the week prior, my roommate was sick. She was stuck in the room the whole week beforehand. So she must have been in there coughing like crazy, not covering her mouth, not sanitaring, whatever. Then you got people... You, you know what I'm I mean a, I'm a You know what I mean I need you to tell your roommate To watch this podcast That's what I was just thinking Like <laughs> this is gonna be Oh I told I, her I, We've had conversations She's like yeah I don't know why people You know don't cover their mouth And I'm sitting here Looking at her like So why don't you say something then I did I was so like you But you this? didn't do that The other day And she's like You she know sometimes I really forget <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are you guys stupid Or are you crazy Or are you dumb <laughs> Like you I don't Pick one I understand y'all <laughs> sick But I don't wanna be sick With y'all Just leave me alone but you know it's okay we'll get into it i'll be i'm, I'm, I'm here today yeah, that's all that matters i had to drop food off to shorty last night that's how like yeah devin was, was like the crazy. goat she was <laughs> i dropped the food off she was so happy shorty started crying i was like oh it's gonna be okay <laughs> go ahead and take your sick self back to bed <laughs> you look better feeling tell- better under this, my eyes are red. You know, everything's just oh, everything's red. You'll be alright. Like you know, it's okay. <laughs> you'll be alright. No, I feel like I was on my Yo, get some Vicks. Get some Vicks vapor rub. You'll be alright. That's another thing. If I was home, I'd be good. But Facts. it's because I'm at school. Excuses. You know, dirty hoes. So what you been up to? Yeah, what you been up to? I've been honestly, I've been tuning into y'all podcast, man. I seen the conversation up. last week, and I was actually gonna refute something that you had said, Devin. Ooh. You said Ooh. I know I hate when people came say, with I hate when people say cough on your hands. Don't cough on your hands and then Elbow I mean, nigga. I cough All to, I said was cover. Cover, cover. Don't cover nothing. You better face the floor or face your arm like no, this. No, you next can't you, face the floor because it's still in the air. I, it's still in it. You would you rather your hand and then someone dap you up? But you said cover your mouth. I'm like, don't don't do this and then sneeze all over your mouth and then you come in. Me saying cover my mouth. You take it as my hand. When I I just said cover, so I could mean that. It could mean that. I just said cover. You right. You right. Shit. my day was my day was it was it was whack. You know, it was the weather. Now the weather was just mad gloomy and it just turned me off and I'm just tired all day and I'm just like I'm never this tired and I'm looking outside. It's raining. Make me want to go to sleep and just cuddle and something like mm-hmm. you know. So you Facts. had the day off? Nah, I was at work, can't, and then you know went don't home. Look, don't look at me and say cuddle. Nah, 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 Let's throw that out there. Nah, nah, we, we Gucci over here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, look me right in my eyes. I just want to lay up and cuddle. I mean, I'm a very good person, man. <laughs> I ain't mean like that. Nah. Crazy. But wow. nah, man, it was it was the weather threw me off. That was all. Right. Word. Yeah, Word. I think was sick. Well, I got over my sickness. No one um, right. I guess y'all didn't even ask you yet. <laughs> huh? We didn't even ask. I don't care. I'm just trying <laughs> to ask you, nigga. <laughs> nah, it's not what I'm your talking, day? first of all. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Thank you. He's going to um, My day has been all right. I got over my sickness. I was down and out like two weeks ago. Um, nice. I had a fever. And then I had a cough, and I was like congested. I had the sniffles. I had so everything. You sure that's you not how you got sick. Um, I don't know. Man, who knows? <laughs> I hope not. But I got over that. Now I'm chilling. Um, 
same old bullshit dealing with work and all that shit. But I'm here. Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week because we come to pod. You feel me? Now we got DJ Potential in the studio. You know that. Came through the show to talk to y'all about some stuff. You know, if y'all don't remember, depends on how early um you guys tuned into the podcast. But like maybe back in the summer, um the Urban Product actually did a collaboration with um. His brand that he's about to talk about in a bit, but we did this um, Peace Day event over in um, Dorchester in Boston. So if you guys remember that from the summer, that's who we was connected to. You feel me? Yes, so with that being said, you guys want to do you want to introduce Tulit to um, our listeners? What that was? Yeah. If they didn't peep the video that we dropped in the summer. Yeah, man. So with the tournament, it was our first event and whatnot. But Tulit is a networking and um, entertainment company. Um, and what we really want to do is really just specialize in event planning, partnerships, and collaborations. Um, where we really want to promote is really unity in Boston because uh, I feel like Boston is really not a welcoming city. Um, we really hate the people we produce that get out of Boston. I feel like we don't show them no love a lot. We don't have too many, but we don't really show them a lot of love. In fact, we hate we hate them for that. I don't know why. Elaborate on that. Like, it's like music in the music industry. There's literally beef behind music. So there was this one dude, Mills, you know, Mills on on the on my mix. You know, he gets he signed to Jada Kiss. You know what I'm saying? He made it out. Oh, millions. You know, yeah, millions. Oh, okay, millions. okay, okay. You know, he's from Cambridge or whatever. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he signed. He made it out. Whatever. Cool. You know, and people are hating on him for being on my mix. Like I got some threats on on you know social media because he's on my mix, and I'm just like, yo, why are you mad? But he he's made from it. Out here, huh? But he's from out here. My so. point exactly. And the dude who hit me and was hitting like threatening me was a dude from out here. And I was talking to a couple of different people and, you know, they're like, yo, like a lot of, in the music industry, a lot of people, like they hate amongst their own. Like they see that as competitors oh, yeah. or like, and this is a certain situation that happened too that's involved in it, but we ain't gotta get any deep into that. But mm-hmm. that's kind of why I started to lit. I feel like we can have a great impact if we just promote unity and kind of develop a culture surrounding that and working together. And that's what I'm here for, man. Like. I love working with y'all. You said I reached out to Darnell and I asked him not be on the podcast. He had to hit me up. I'm like, nah, I want to ask this dude. Like, let me get on here. And that it, it was that easy. A text to him. You know what I mean? Even then connecting me with Dutch, it was like it was an easy text to Darnell, text to you, a text to Dutch. And it mm-hmm. came all the way back to what? To me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So just putting being the middleman and orchestrating partnerships all throughout Boston, making sure people work together. With that being said, don't think it's that easy to get here, yo. Because <laughs> I don't want anyone listening to just nah, hearing what this nah. dude said. Like, yeah, I just hit up Rich, and next thing you know, I'm here. Nah. nah you got to stand and be You're about to get dumped really quick me. if that's how you approach us. Right? Nah, you got to develop your juice, man. You got to develop facts. your juice. <laughs> so, all right, what you guys, what, do you, what are you cooking up right now? What's what's the next plan for Tulip? What's the next plan? Well, I, I've been asked that question a lot, and, you know, we only had that one tournament. That, so that was the mm-hmm. last one. You guys were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have our first tournament this year. It's going to be a sip and paint. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So it's going to be Black History Month, the last day of Black it. History Month, the 29th on Saturday. It's going to be an ideal mixer in Mattapan right there in the center of the hood. You know what I'm saying? And we just want to um, really bring people out to have a good night. Paint, you're going to drink a little bit. You're going to network with different kinds of people. And at the end, we're going to have like a little dance session kind of like thing if you want to be a little bit more open, if you're a little more tipsy at the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you see your paintings over there drying and you want to get out, be a little more open. You know, we're going to have a little dance session at the so end how, try to mix it up, make it a little different. How can people uh, be a part of that? Is this something you just show up to? Do you get a ticket? Like, how does that work? There are tickets. We do have an event brought on our Instagram page at Two Lit Lifestyles. Mm. Um, the link is on that. Um, you can see me or any of my team members uh, posting it as well. If you know me or any of my team members, CJ, 
Kevin, Stiz, Bobby. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a lot of people kind of know who they are. And so just go on any one of us social media platforms. <clears throat> now, is it just a sip and paint or is it Mary Jane friendly as well? Uh, what you yeah. mean? Can people smoke there as well? Mm, no. <laughs> you can smoke right before you come in. Right, makes sense. Makes sense. You, you never know. know. You got to ask questions. You got to ask questions. Oh, nah, indeed. Indeed, I agree. So, and what time, what time is this from? This is from 7 to 10 on that Saturday. Okay. All and, right. you know, one thing we're trying to really install after the event is kind of like having a word for people after. So, you know Stripe. Stripe is a promoter. Mm -hmm. He's one of my team members. He promotes out for the city, you know, for Pretty Ugly Media. Shout out to them. They do a lot of club events. And what we really want to do is kind of give people a word. So, like, if he's promoting an event that night and everyone seems like they're nice, they want to go out, they want to continue the party, we're going to give them word. We're going to give them, like, oh, venue's popping tonight. This club's popping tonight. So they can have something to do if they want to. <coughs> Just have options. If I wanted to throw a party, could y'all, like, help me organize that? Of course. Absolutely. Just hit me up, my guy. <laughs> Urban product pa party? What? We'll have, we'll have it. Crazy in here. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy too because he's a DJ, so it'd be it, it even worked. better. You know what I mean? You wouldn't even have hand. to struggle to find out. I just want to say, <laughs> with that news developing, big things coming soon. Big things. So, what now, are you, um, so what are you looking for with this whole two lit movement? Like, what do you expect from the city? What do you want from the city? How do you want them to respond to it? I want them. I want personally. I want to have a big directory a network directory where we include all our contacts our partnerships our collaborations any events we did anyone we tag team with and worked with and their partnerships and just have it on one big list that we can all source from for a passing a passing on of knowledge a passing on of connections a passing on of resources that some people lack that don't have and I know people who do have and other people that they know have it and it's just like I feel like if we have a source that people can come to for amateurs the startups the local and we have corporate connections I work in corporate right now so it's just about building that bridge and being able to have people come up and just access like yo do you have someone in this field or this market or this industry that can probably give me some guidance some mentorship even some tips you know what I mean so I want to be like the middleman middle yeah, yeah I want to be the middleman I want to orchestrate all that so who are you trying to connect with right now right now well after this after right now for the sip and paint we are connecting with Jamal uh, Bonnet he is an artist an independent artist um if you look up on look him up on um, Instagram on I think it's Confliki I don't know his Instagram name but he has all his work there and he's gonna be our artist for the night he's gonna be instructing everyone on how to make the um, the canvas and what we're gonna be painting it's a surprise so I can't really tell you guys just yet and then after that we'll hopefully look into partner up with Muscle Mass out of New Bedford you know shout out to them it's a fitness organization you know he's a fitness trainer actually the guy who runs it and he has a lot of merch and you know we're gonna do a pole dancing kind of fitness class for the ladies to feel more than women. And it's, hey. I don't want y'all to get like that, especially after seeing, I don't know if y'all seen that stripper who fell. Busted her jaw, bro. <laughs> Broke her face and teeth fell out. She kept no, twerking, okay. though. She, she, no, kept she kept twerking, twerking though. She, she kept twerking. She was the definition twerking. of too lit, yo. Yo, yo, oh my God, bro. She kept it going. She kept it persistent. <laughs> but um, okay. I kind of want to, we kind of want to pitch it towards fitness because you know how much upper body strength it takes to lift your body up there. Mm -hmm. okay. Like what she did, although she fell, I couldn't get up there myself. Like, and I got a, like, you know, enough upper body strength, but nah, <sighs> I couldn't do that. I feel that. Okay. <laughs> and when when are you trying to organize that? Yeah. And hopefully 
we're, we're in the works, so nothing to define yet, but before there's something, before July, before my birthday month, hopefully, we'll have something okay, set for right, sure. Beautiful. Beautiful. See how we just slide that in there? Yeah, <laughs> it's not before my birthday month. Just slide that in. <laughs> Leo, shout out, Leo gang. You know. so, so, oh. so, so, so let me ask you this. Yeah, I gotta dive your real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Tulip. Yeah. Why the name Tulip? Where did that come from? Yeah. That's funny. That's a funny story. Uh, so 2016, it was kind of a gang name. It was something mm-hmm. to be in association with. It was just me and my brother, me and him. And the main thing we was doing that summer was kind of um, relieving stress and getting the creative element to develop more money, develop more wealth. You know what I mean? One day we were in the car, we were a little lit. And I'm telling him, like, yo, this summer I really had a great bond with you. Like, Because we had reconnected. We were best friends as young. Life played its role. We kind of separated in high school, met back at college. And that whole summer, 2016, I remember 2016, mm. it was a late year, a late summer. Mm-hmm. Getting towards the end, I'm about to make moves to school. Telling him, yo, we gotta call ourselves something. You know, there's always a group, they always have associations. And I'm like, what what, what should it be? And I'm telling him, and I think previous, he said a sentence, or I said a sentence involving too lit. And he goes, yo, why not that be our thing? Like our name, our association. I'm like, word? He's like, yeah, we're two people and we're both lit. <laughs> I was like, makes I sense. was like, yeah, that makes perfectly good sense. And that's how kind of like the name came about. I, I didn't know it would come into fruition to be a company. But yeah, I was going to say, like, how did that in turn become a company? It started off as merch. It was in, while I was in school, people gravitated towards it a little bit. I wanted it to be more than merch. But so when people were telling me like, yo, you should make this into a business, you should do something more. I'm like, all right, cool. But like merch doesn't. It doesn't impact. I feel like it doesn't make an impact on people. So I'm like, I want, if I turn this into a company, I want to turn it into something that's going to impact people's lives, something that can help people, put people in the city. And essentially, I went back to that summer, that same summer, 2016, I remember us throwing a party. It was a two-lit party. It was the first event ever. It was called Two-Lit Bonfire. And my brother put me in connection with his cousin. It was me and his, me and his birthday. And the way it just came into fruition was just lit. Me and him working together outside from him putting the money together and then the event was just crazy like I know it's just a party and we don't want to just specialize in parties we have so much different type of events but just seeing that I'm like that's what I can do it clicked for me right there and then I like putting people together I like working with other people so I sent it around Boston and trying to I'm a local startup, so I know how hard it mm-hmm. is to get a business started up. So I was like, help the next man out, basically, is what I want to do. Now, let me let me ask you this question, because I know you said you guys don't want to be associated with a party. Do you think the name Tulip has that connotation, though, when, like, you, you say, like, Tulip, people just think party automatically? Do you do you worry about that at all? Um, I do think it carries this type of stigma. I think overall, when you think of, like, Tulip or just being lit, like, it does carry that simple, but we want to draw away from that. Like, mm-hmm. And through our events, people will see what we mean by that. You know what I mean? But it could mean that. And too lit is a universal phrase, so it's not just a me thing. It could be mm-hmm. a anyone thing. Y'all, can, y'all use it. I feel like people use it don't even know they use it. Like, yo, oh, that was too lit, bro. That Like, it's cool. It's good. It's, you know? I feel that. I feel that. Okay. So, wait, do you still sell the merch? Yeah, of course. We sell okay. the merch. Um, Where can people get them? Right. Um, also, <clears throat> on our website, there will be a links on that as well I just per, like temporarily moved it for the event link so I kind of want people to drag on that but it's going to be back after the event okay yeah. right, yes. so where can people reach out to you directly in, in order to you know set up these contacts and set up these events well we have a Tulit email Tulit22 at gmail.com and we have again just social media platforms I feel like it's a big way to contact us it's very easy you know if you don't have that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm really in tune with the technology in this world today. You know, 
said, I don't like being on my phone a lot, but other than that, everything else is pretty much a go. Okay. With everything you've been trying to do with Tula, do you still find time to DJ? Of course. I've DJ every day, man. You got to really work on I like the craft. You know, DJ is my passion, you know, so I feel like the more the more I play with it, the more I fall in love with it. You know what I'm saying? Just keep going. You got you to gotta explain how you even got started doing that DJing. How I started? Yeah. It was like also another thing that happened. It's kind of like sophomore, junior year. At that time, I was big heavy on parties on college parties i was going out every oh, yeah. thursday every every weekend like oh, this was my time to shine <laughs> you know what I'm saying? and at the time i felt personally i couldn't enjoy myself because i didn't like the style of like the way the djs was mixing nice. and matching their music you know at the time i was like nah these dudes suck mm-hmm. over time when you develop as a dude you'll realize they don't suck did you pro- i personally just don't like their style of play that's mm-hmm. all it was and with that I always kind of have a thing for like playing music at parties, being a guy on the playlist on YouTube and kind of mixing. People always said, you had the potential to do this, bro. You got the potential to be a DJ. Like, why don't you just try it out and see what happens? Hence the name, DJ Potential, you know? Yeah. And I got a board that same year, sophomore year, started practicing, picked it up, fell in love and history. Mm. <laughs> One thing that we also forgot to mention was if you pulled up to our crib that we talked about um, at Springfest, <laughs> at uh, that we, the party that we threw um, at Springfest that popped off for maybe a good 45 minutes before it got shut down, he was the DJ that, you know, had that going down. Yeah, yeah. That was a good-ass time. That was a great day. Let me just say that was a great day. First of all, hold on. Hey, I'll just give. First of all, y'all still live there, like. What's the word for this year? It's a dub. I love it. Oh, no, I'm not saying for him it's a dub. I'm saying my crib for is his a crib dub. Is a <laughs> 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 We're just not doing that shit this year. Nah, it was great last year. It was year, packed. Though. Nah, it, it was, was too popping. packed. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was too crazy. Lit. It was too lit. But now let's talk about more the DJ side of you. So, how do you feel? about the current scene in Boston? DJ um, scene, the I feel music like we scene. Have, we have many, Love actually. Scene, party yeah. scene, my fault. We have mad song. talented DJs. I'm starting to realize a little more. Um, the club scene, it is like, uh, I was watching a Dutch episode and he mentioned a lot of favoritism and that's that's a fact. But my thing, I had a purpose coming into DJing. Although it's my passion, I had a purpose and, and it was just to make extra money. It wasn't to really tap into the scene, the club scene. But seeing as I have a team, a team member of my, of my brand, Stripe, who's a promoter for the nightclub, I did try it out one time and you know, I enjoyed it myself, but it's not something I'm like chasing as far as like club scenes. I'm only just chasing like colleges and kind of private parties. Where the bread is at, you know what I'm saying? It's for extra bread. It's against running my own business, literally extra money. And if I ever get time to really just dive in more into it, then I will. But as of right now, this just is my more main, on the business side. This is yeah, this is my main thing, DJing is my craft and my love and I practice every day. I I do get gigs here and there, and I love working on mixes. Like, mixes is just so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you had a lot of local talent in the last mix that you put out. If that, if I'm, if I'm, the one that I'm thinking about is correct, yeah, I saw a lot of local talent. If yeah. not, it was all local talent. Yeah, right? no, it, it, that was the purpose of it. It was all local talent. Um, make sure you check out Massachusetts Finest on my SoundCloud, DJ Potential. Uh, it was just, I felt like I was listening to a lot of Boston music within mm-hmm. the past two years, and two of the biggest people that kind of inspired me was Don Dada, GYB, and then Alejandro Blanco. Those are like people I kind of know personally. They're some of the rappers that were all involved in the mix. And then one time my brother's like, yo, you know, you're thinking about adding these dudes to like, you know, your dancehall mixes and your reggae mixes. Why not just make a mix of all like message, like affiliated out here, you know, your people's right here. And I'm just like, yo, that'd be, 
a pretty sick idea, you know. I'm, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking at the time I'm BSing. I'm like, yeah, it's a cool idea. Then I just started listening to Matt Boston music. It just all started coming up through my SoundCloud. And I'm like, yo, this dude's interesting. This dude's interesting. Maybe I can make this work. Mm-hmm. And I ended up making a list, drafting, drafting, cutting people, adding people. And it just came into fruition like that. And I'm just like, it works because it's a it's a mix about all Massachusetts rappers. So as far as the rappers, they get a chance to see, they get a chance to see other rappers either they want to see as competitors or features mm-hmm. or the one that thing I didn't do is add the producers but you get a chance to see the different beats and producers that you probably don't know that you could probably work there because they're right here in your state in your city for the uh, consumer standpoint it gives them the chance to listen to more artists out here you know that's simply what it was for me it's just a marketing gig you know what I mean more artists who would know of DJ Potential know I'm spending your music um, so yeah that was kind of the big purpose overall and then either way whether you look at it as a from a competitive standpoint, like, oh, these are my competitors, mm-hmm. or these are the people I can possibly feature with, it creates a musical uh, culture. I think it creates a culture out here that we're not really a big talking. If you ever hear, like, music talk, you hear Atlanta, you hear New York, you hear Chicago, you hear L.A. Mm-hmm. You ever hear Boston, Mass? Nah. Never. That's a crazy thing. That's what we're for. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> That's what we're for. As a, unit, <laughs> as a unit, we suck. We don't have no unit sound. Mm-hmm. Individually, all we have is talent. All yeah. we have is bars and beats and producers that can, what? And I just wanted to display something, some type of culture we have so we can be in that talk, you know what I mean? Because mm. we do have the talent out here to represent for us. We do. That is crazy, it's crazy. Yeah. We really don't have, I think about it like. Like a Boston sound. Thank like, you. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Like Pop Smoke, nigga, New York. Film yeah, you know. That's a New York you, nigga. You know like, Drill. You Nipsey, know. That's a West Coast LA nigga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You hear Young Thug. You know that's a zone six ass nigga. The only reason why Boston doesn't have like an established sound is because people don't make it out here from like, don't make it out here that often. So like if you had a bunch of people from Boston all blowing up around the same time, their sound as a collective would be what the Boston sound would be. You feel me? Like for example, when New York was dead for a while and then ASAP Mob came in and fucked the whole scene up. That's what the New York sound was. You feel me? And now that New York kind of involved into this whole drill shit with like Pop Smoke just and like Fabio and like all them, that's just what the New York sound is becoming. It's just there will be a sound if something pops off. If nothing pops off, you just don't have a sound. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we only got like one or two Boston artists that like popped off, being like Stiz or Joyner, who doesn't even really claim Boston, if somebody from outside of here is like, what is the Boston sound? Anyone that popped off, you can kind of only look at Stiz. And since cool. He's him, but I wouldn't say he's the only thing that Boston represents. So that's why I'm saying, like, that doesn't represent the sound of Boston well. You know? If you don't have anyone popping off, there's no one to recognize. How can we get people to pop off, though? That's the thing. What is the the way to do that? We're whack. Help each other out, bro. (laughs) No, no, no. When I say, like, we're whack, like, I don't mean, like, our artists are whack. I feel like how we choose to support is Each whack other, because yeah. think about it like <laughs> no, people fish. in the popping cities like New York, Atlanta, LA when they have artists popping off over there they pop off like in the city first and then they like Very pop true. off like yeah. globally or internationally and shit like that but when you when you're coming from a city from Boston where a lot of artists don't pop off we discover our artists through the internet we don't discover our artists by the people who are outside or the people who are down the street we just discover our artists through the internet so, and how we discover our artists, we discover the ones that go viral. You feel me? Yeah. The ones that blow up or like they just made an instant hint. When that just gets sent our way and it comes to Boston, 
that's what we think is hot. So unfortunately, since we have that mindset, anybody out here that drops something, if we don't get that that viral hit or that viral feel that we do anytime we find something hot on the internet, we just automatically dump it as trash. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just yeah. what it is. <laughs> but Boston does have a lot of talent, but for some reason we never want to support our own because once again we don't have that sound, so like we can never just upload something and be like, "Oh, that's it. That's the one." You feel me? They got to take mad that. people to see. I feel it. like some people, sorry to cut you off. I nah, feel like nah, mad go ahead. people I'm just talking. Um, <laughs> like when you hear someone say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to make a I'm going to make a EP or I'm going to do music." It's kind of like people kind of get like why are you gonna do music for like and then it's already discouraging like i feel like in boston like we're not only supporting each other by branching out our music to different you know groups but like once you hear people saying they're trying to get into that business that lifestyle you already have people kind of like why would you do that like boston's known for like the business aspect you know medical stuff we're not really known for music so i feel like when i hear somebody say they're gonna be in music i'm like are you sure because i feel like if you really want to be in it, like, you really have to put the time and energy, and I feel like there's already, uh, like, a downplay of it, like, oh, you're just gonna, like, you're just gonna rap, like, it's okay. So you're basically saying, like, people already putting it in your mind that it's not worth the time. Yeah. So why even invest why the even time go in people there? are just not even, you know, I feel like people are more, like, especially with Boston being such a, like, an education city or whatever, they're like, no, just go, go work or go to school and get your degree and do that, like, that's something that's more believable i guess and something that will be more successful than you going into music which eh, depending on who you are it is but everyone has their own shit that they like to do i don't feel like you should discourage them if they find something that they like mm -hmm. i do feel like there's a big wave after like kind of a little pump of like people just up and starting to just become rappers so that's why it kind of gives a stigma of like not taking you serious because you you wasn't a rapper before all that now you want to be a rapper, you know, maybe you think it's a quick money gig scheme or whatever the case may be. I think the stigma behind that and what it follows, that's why it can get a little discouraging. People probably don't believe in that you can, you know, start up and make real music. You know what I mean? If that's really what you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. But, like, here's the thing also. At one point in our life, everyone in this room, everybody listening, everyone wanted to be a rapper at one point in their life. You know? I was. If they yeah. if they don't want to say, Amani, you were definitely in the you were definitely staring at yourself in the mirror at one point, spitting bars to yourself. You was I definitely can't doing spit that. Bars. That's a crazy. Ah, thing. I never like you was doing some shit. Well, if you Maybe wanted, if you didn't want to rap, you, yeah. If you didn't want to rap, nah, you wanted to sing. You wanted to do something. You feel oh, me? You wanted okay, to do okay. something okay. in okay. terms of like some music aspect or entertainment. We all wanted to do that. You feel me? But like. The thing is, the people that make it work, if you pay attention, those people are kind of in collectives already. Like, the ones who always seem to pop off randomly, they got a team behind them, yeah. or they got, like, other artists behind them. You feel me? That's a big fact. What sucks about out here is that, like, I don't know, Malden, not Malden, my fault, I'm from Malden, hi. Boston <laughs> being, I like to say, like, a sports city, City of Championships, hi. I That's can count the, the rings. United. How you doing? When, like, we just have that competitive um, mindset where we just feel like we can all just make it on our own. You feel me? Yeah. Where we all just think we don't need to come up with a team. You know, if I'm fire, I can just drop shit by myself and I'll be fine. But in the internet era, people just don't understand how important collaborate co collaboration is because you just got a bunch of artists together 
at that point, it's not even about blowing up by yourself. If, you, if you're coming up with more people, it's so much easier to blow up together than individually. You feel me? It's so much easier. Because, for example, you can, you can look at, um, you can look at uh, Van Buren down in Brockton. I remember hearing them individually time to time. But then when they came up as a collective and they just started doing shit together, next thing you know, they're opening up at House of Blues because they move better when they're together. Better. You feel me? <laughs> like, they move better when they're together. You better ideas. Now, you got more minds put to yeah, one, one collective cool, goal. You feel like, me? It's easier to get to that goal when you got more minds just pl- plotting how we going to do that, how we going to chase the bag, what's the, what, what's the next move. Think, you think doing that by yourself. But you're gonna be stuck sometimes. That's, you feel what people, yeah. that's, that's what why you got. Do. That's why we got like three of us. Imagine if it was just one of us doing this every day or every oh every week. If it was just me, none of y'all would listen to you this. You feel shit. me? Like, <laughs> like, I'm gonna keep it a buck. If it was just me, like, none of y'all would listen to this. Right? <laughs> but it's not because I know me, Omani, Darnell. Those are three individual personalities. But when you bring them together, you feel me? <laughs> it's this. You feel me? Crazy. That's why it's lit. So like, you can say Van Buren down in Brockton is another example. Um, Bandits the label down in Brockton with the whole like D the Flies and his camp. The fact that they're moving as one is another smart move. Then you got Cambridge and you got everybody. We all know the Cambridge crew mm-hmm. like yeah. Don Deasy, G Nipsey, and all of them. They just they just move as a collective, so they make their. It's easier for them to make noise mm-hmm. in the city because you just think of a group. You go to that group and then you pick out the individuals from there. You feel me? But you're already looking at the group as a whole. So the attention is right there. But the fact that everyone just wants to come up individually, when they find out they don't make it, they're like, uh, uh, it's harder. Just, you know, put your pride to the side and just work with people. You feel me? Don't be afraid to actually take criticism of your work because the criticism is literally because people want you to be better. You feel me? That's how I see it. I don't know. You could probably attest to that because you um, made a whole mix full of nah, artists that I probably never listened to. That's all me. I'm about. That's what I'm pro for. But to play like devil's advocate, as a DJ, you know, I didn't receive much help. I, I had a bunch of DJ friends, mm-hmm. a bunch of people. There's only like two people who mm-hmm. helped me and kind of taught me a little bit of the basics, a little bit of advance, and then it was on my own. And I realized I was at the time I was just so mad at, you know, all these friends I've developed. You know, like, all y'all DJs, and none of y'all trying to willing like, to just sit down with me and just teach me a couple of tips. But it, it it forced me to like pick it up myself and just practice, bro, and practice and like, you know, I don't like the both. I'm not, you know, the greatest DJ in Boston. But I'm far from that, but mm-hmm. I feel like I am, I am good. I'm a good DJ. How like, much were they not? Benny, though, if you got some tips ahead of the game, like, if and, you got tips. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. If you got tips right away, or like they showed you some secret, some secret way to you know get this get this mix faster or something. I, I don't know how to DJ, so I'm just you know just coming up with stuff. For me, so, like, it's like. I don't think that I don't think in any other situation like for me I accept I like really take people's word very seriously like if I'm asking you for tips and stuff it's because I really believe in what you're going to tell me so I feel like I would have grasped it at that moment when they were telling me so I would have picked up everything I have now a lot faster probably be a little bit more advanced but I'm not mad because I'm, I'm, I'm on my own marathon I'm on my own pace you know what I mean so whenever I just you know get that nice I get that nice you know what I'm saying but we're were they not willing to help you, or did you just not ask for help? No, I I created I created my opportunities. I mm-hmm. literally would DM, hit them up, be on facts. You know what I'm saying? To be like, yo, can you help me out? You know, I'm just trying to learn a little more. I'm picking up slowly by myself, but you know, your help can can help. You know, and people, it's not like they would say directly no. They would be like, yeah, but they'll brush it off. They want to follow up. I would follow up, and then it would just go nowhere. See, and that's the whole collaborating thing I was talking about. Where like 
nobody wants to just work together. Even between so. groups too. Like I know some group. I know some rappers that won't work with a certain other rapper because of beef or certain territorial nonsense outside of the music game. And I'm like, if y'all just take that out of way, uh, y'all just missing out on opportunities. Honestly. That's all I'm saying. I I mean when it when it comes to shit like that I'm just like bro how old do we yeah are we really like um, how old are we really like this is uh, I don't want to go on into how stupid that is but <laughs> I was top five my top five what DJs nah oh. Massachusetts artists Massachusetts artists yeah Oof. I won't even limit in Boston I'll just say Massachusetts Mass you don't gotta say me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you said you don't gotta say me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, thank God you I weren't even on name. the mix, bro. You weren't, you weren't <laughs> even on the mix. Yo, I, I didn't, I didn't send my shit in time. Oh, okay. Okay. definitely yeah. expect yes. a volume two and a volume three. You heard? Okay, I'll send it. I'll send it in time, though. I got you. I'd say. Um, by the way, this episode is sponsored by McFlurries. Um, that's hard. That's Don Dada, GYB. Is this an order? Huh? Nah, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be an order. Right, cool. I, won't, I won't do that to you now. Nah, Dang, do that. <laughs> they're going to look at it. Yeah, like, you'll know, like, his like, ass up. What you mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll say Dundetta, GYB, um, Alejandro Blanco, Zay. He's based out of, I think, Lynn, I want to say. I'm not too sure. Lawrence, maybe. I'm not too But Zay's fire. Um, what's that, three? Mm-hmm. Um, Cousin Stiz. You know, got to have one mainstream in there. I think he's dope. And last but not least... King, my boy King, um, my boy D. You know he's he's upcoming. He's very new. I think he only got like a like a video two out, but his videos. He just popping. goes by King. Yep, oh, okay. literally, he's dope. Fire music. Word, it's crazy. Yeah, to those see, are right? my those are my top my top five. And I only knew one out of the five, so that's, that's a lot. You feel me? That's <laughs> that's not, I'm gonna go peep the, right. the way you advocated for once Zay, he said it, I was go, like, I'm gonna go, go peep <laughs> Bro, lyrical lyrical as hell, bro. Like if you like bars and we like lyrics, like he's the one I would definitely go to nah, for I'm a gonna vibe. Roll up to Zay later. Let's see what happens. <laughs> nah, for sure, for sure, man. See this man Zay, he put you on. Yeah, man. Make sure to peep out Volume 2 and Volume 3. We're going to have those on the way, you know, exposing more artists. On the second one, it's definitely going to be targeted more toward female artists. I know I didn't show y'all a lot of love on the first mix. But, you know, I didn't know half of y'all, but now I'm, I'm, I go and check out every uh, all these people's catalogs. That's why I'm always posting about, can I get some new artists from people, from my, my followers, my fans, I guess. I don't know. A lot of people be posting different people. Even if it's just your friend, you're supporting someone that's starting up their music. Mm-hmm. You can have some fire stuff. You just don't have the platform to show it out to people, and that's what I can be. That's the door. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's fire, I'm going to put it on my mix. Yeah. I don't care who you are. If you're from out here, I'm supporting you. You can have whatever opinion you want about me and my business. I don't even take pleasure, pleasure and business together. Like, You can hate me, but if your music fire, I'm out here supporting you. Mm-hmm. Just know that. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this about mixes. <clears throat> Do you try to put them out on, on like a consistent basis? Or is it just like when, when you got the time, you got the time? I'm trying to be more like on a consistent basis. But it's like when I look at other DJs and kid you, I kind of when I started up, I had to like use something as a measure, as a stat of like how to go about the business in a sense. I don't feel like a lot of DJs really... Unless, like, you mainstream, like, you know, Private Ryan or, like, a DJ Flex, they don't consistently drop music. You know what I mean? Consistently drop mixes. Um, so I don't feel like... I didn't, never felt the need to consistently do it, but as I'm doing it and getting a lot better, I feel like I can. Just to remain relevant as DJ Potential, get more gigs, more leads, and things of that nature. So there's no set time as of right now. I kind of just like to take my time and really 
listen to the mix and make sure it's up to my standard because I'm my hardest critic. Respect that. Okay. Yeah. Do you believe the radio is dead? Do I believe that radio is dead? No, it's just a quick question. It's just a, it's just a quick. I have a reason for asking that question. Um, <laughs> I don't listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that. I don't think it's dead. I got an aux cord or Bluetooth. Why I need the radio for? Yeah, because I'm because my reason for asking that is like another reason why it was easy in other cities to pop off is because like they their local radio stations would just play their shit. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm thinking now we're in a streaming era where we just stream everything online. But like there's still radio out here. Mm -hmm. And I'm like thinking like I get Maybe nobody listens to the radio, but the fact that the radio is still a thing, like, maybe, do I blame the radio for maybe not getting, like, I people like hip to Boston artists? Here. It's radio here. Radio here. What, what, are the, what are the stations people listen to? Jamming 96. For the hip-hop ones. For the hip-hop yeah. ones, we got Hot 96.9 and Jamming 94.5. And then they even had, like, a like a R&B one. But, like, honestly, All they play is mainstream shit. Bro, yeah, yeah. Jamie ninety four point five is straight throwbacks, yeah. all in the it's same throwbacks and it's the all same day. Throwbacks, yeah. <laughs> Yo, and then even like the morning shows that they have, you know, Miro Pebbles, Melissa. Yeah. They're on ninety six point nine now. Yeah, it's not really, which is crazy. Yeah, See, nobody listens to the radio. Facts, facts. I, I, I don't listen years. to the radio. I can say I don't listen to the radio. I just don't. That's just me. I but. listen to them in the morning. I, I mean, know. shout out to DJ E Double because with his Launchpad platform, sometimes he be shouting some local artists out. out That's for sure. And he's uh, he's a That's DJ affiliated with Jam Nine Four Point Five. So Crash I'll give him his shout out on that. But like, I feel like, and he'll have like other people pull up to the Launchpad, which is dope. And I'm happy that he has that platform in order to do that, but it would just like be dope for like, for example, if like celebs when they go on their press runs, if you go to New York or LA, you're, you're stopping by at least six different spots in those cities. You feel me? Yeah. But like when people pull up to Boston, um, <laughs> because I feel like radio is so dead, and when celebs and artists come up to Boston and maybe they get an interview with like one of these radio stations, I feel like. I don't know. Since no one listens to the radio, they're not going to get that um, that response that they deserve or that recognition that they deserve. So I just feel like they will just stamp Boston as just a wax city in general. When I'm like, nah, there's just shit there. There's just no way for y'all to just get it. You feel me? There's no way for the resources to actually hit you. So like, I feel like that's what we're working towards. You feel me? Like, you know how f- for too lit, um, you're kind of just making it like a network to just try to connect all these other little things yes. like the urban product where they are just the connection from Boston to the world you feel me so like none of these other niggas are doing this so here we are just doing it for them you feel me fact, at least bro. we're at least trying to make it so that's why I just ask about the whole radio shit because eventually radio will be dead and podcasting will take over the world yeah. and just know who's here you feel me when that shit happens just know who's here first you feel me no, I definitely <laughs> believe that though yeah, yeah I believe that yeah, without radio, it definitely makes it harder for local artists to definitely display their work and use another platform. But Flex. Um, what, I, nigga? Fucking, <laughs> fucking Flex? Do you know how many New York yeah, artists yeah, Flex yeah. put on, bro? I was just about bro. to say that. Bro, like, <laughs> you, want me to, you want me to be honest, though? Like, yeah. In all my time of listening to Boston radio, I can't remember a time when they ever promoted Boston artists. Yeah. So that's, yeah, never that's, been, thing. that's never been a thing here. Yeah, it, it definitely has. It's just rare, bro. Very, very I've never, rare. I've never experienced it. Very, very rare. I haven't listened to the radio in a long oh, time. But even before Stiz signed Major, I never heard Stiz on the radio. 
Like I, I, I don't yeah, know. You Maybe you point. might hear perfect yeah. on the radio now, but before that, before he signed his major deal, I don't think I ever heard Stiz play on the radio. And he and Suffolk County came out in like 2015 or some shit. Mm-hmm. And he dropped his debut album this past year. So that's a lot of time that could have been played out if Boston played it right. You right. feel me? Yeah, no, and now he's in LA. He could have stayed in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> he could have yeah. stayed in Boston, but he's in LA now. You feel me? Because that's where the connections are. And I don't blame him. But yeah. it'd be dope if the city was just another one of those um, hubs too. Over time, I think we can get there. But I think we're just we, not there right now. We're definitely a small market for yeah. music, but don't get a twist. We do have market. You know, artists do come out here, do their concerts, get booked. You know what I'm saying? I was just talking to my cousin who is a rapper. And he was telling me, like, yeah, you know, a lot of us leave out here because there's bigger markets. Not that Boston isn't a market for music, but there's just a, L.A. Think of L.A. and think of Boston. Oh, I'm hip. I'm thinking of everyone that lives in L.A. Like, you can you know with niggas down the street. What you yeah, talking about? Like, <laughs> it's, it's definitely market. It's just, like I said, it's just small out here. And then if we can make it bigger, you know, make the platforms bigger for artists to display their work, who knows what we can be? We can be in that conversation with the L.A.s and the Chicago's and, you know, everybody else that's in that gang. Would have got a formerly known sound. Facts. Hey, I respect that. Facts. I respect all that shit. I respect all that shit. Yeah. Anybody got any more questions? Want to get into a couple podcast topics? Sure. All right. Quick question: Has any of y'all did any of y'all see the Gail King and um the Gail King? Why are you interview? whispering, nigga? Right. What now? Nah, y'all can hear me. Did any of y'all see the CBS <laughs> Gail King deep. interview? I didn't watch it, but I see because this is some real line. shit that I wanted oh. to talk about real quick. Is this mine and stuff? So this is you're talking about when um she was talking. Was it Kobe's wife? No, it no. wasn't Kobe's wife. No, no it was it Leslie. Was um, Leslie. Oh, yeah. Leslie. Um. Hold on, I What's got you name? right now. Lisa oh, Leslie. Lisa, Lisa Leslie, Leslie. The WNBA uh, yes. legend. Sparks legend. And then she was just like uh, bringing up Kobe's rape case and like how he shouldn't be celebrated because of that. Yeah, does everyone know what I'm talking about, by the way? I seen posts and stuff, yeah. but I didn't like tune in. Like I, I didn't watch have. the whole like yeah. interview. I didn't okay, pretty much. So uh, Lisa Leslie came on to um, CBS, their morning show, and they had an interview with uh, Gail King. Um, and then... I think I guess at some point they had a conversation about um, Kobe Bryant, and then they brought up Kobe's legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that don't know about his past allegations, he was um, accused of rape, but that case was dismissed because um, I guess the witness didn't want to testify. But the case was dismissed, and the cases were yeah, and the charges were dropped and all that shit. But. Since that was a thing, Gail King brought that up to. Um, I don't know. I don't know why she brought it up, but she pretty either. much brought it up to to ask Lisa if she thinks that that ruins kind of Kobe's legacy. And Lisa was just like, um, "I think, I think now, we should just let things be the way they are okay. because y'all had plenty of time to talk about it while he was alive, right. <laughs> and the case and the charges brought up against him were dropped. So I feel like y'all should just let let it be and just let his legacy be what it is. Now, no, like it caught a lot of controversy online just mm-hmm. because that entire there was like an entire interview. I don't know how long it was, but just like those two minutes. Yeah, I was about that to say, was did the, you watch the whole thing? I didn't watch the whole right, thing, so but it's just crazy how that clip was the one that went viral. So there's actually um she's heated about that because that that's the only part that was dissected and that was only a short two minute clip. Mm-hmm. And apparently I haven't watched the whole thing myself, but apparently like there's more to it that led to that and there's an explanation. And apparently people have been fired over that interview. So um 
good. Yeah, yeah. like her, like, <laughs> not like she's heated and CBS is heated. Like they, that's a bad look on them because you know that's an interview on their network. Mm-hmm. You know, and they ain't trying to lose niggas for that. But shit. But why even bring it up in the first place? No, no, like that's the point. Like that, it wasn't supposed to go down like that. Like the way it was released and all, it wasn't supposed to be it like that. Even if it was. That five minutes, should have never ten, been asked. it should have never been asked. Been I hear it, I hear it, Period. but I'm just trying to, you know, be devil's advocate for Gail King because, you know, no, because she's she usually she's out saying, here doing her thing. No, she's sitting her doing her thing, hanging out with rapists and all these things, but she want to go talk about a man who just passed away. Go off, sis. It's only, no, like, I Dad. it's it's only been two weeks. Dad. That's what I'm saying. Like, the dude only died two weeks ago, they didn't even have his memorial yet. They're having it at the end of this month, so like. There's a lot of people still grieving about the situation, and Kobe and Lisa were two very good friends. You feel me? They were very good friends. So obviously, you must know that she is also still grieving. L.A. Legends. So now you're having a conversation, and you, if Gail wants to remember Kobe, cool. They know each other, so yeah, bring her up. But then it's just how you choose to remember him. That's she's trying the to make it spicy. Part, you feel me? She's it's trying like to add the some dude spicy passed an away, interview. and it's like now you're trying to like kick dirt on his grave you feel me and that's why i don't know that's why i wanted to see how y'all felt about it if y'all like peep that shit at all i thought it was nasty it was dirty should have never been done it i felt the same tasteless. way though, but yeah. like yo y'all had his entire career to keep coming at this man for it he was celebrated after he retired he was celebrated during retirement let him be celebrated it was a cheap after shot. everything i was like yo suck my dick Maybe it was a publicity stunt. Who knows? I, don't, I mean, it's CBS, so I, don't, I doubt That's it was that. It That's was what like, I'm saying. She was like, trying to make <laughs> it spicy, like you're trash. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the reason that that part was the only one that went viral. It's like I feel like somebody in CBS was like, "Yeah, this is gonna boost." <laughs> so like, that and that's probably why they got fired. I'm pretty sure it was those people who got fired. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. It's the best artist out here now, not in Boston, but just in general. What? Best artist out here in in the game. Ugh. The baby. You think? I him or for me like you do you, are face? you asking me personally or do you think you like personally yeah I'm asking you personally oh on a on a personal level for me yeah like who do you think Ji really like he's literally all I bump sometimes like no cap bro are it's, you it's, saying like just new people or just people in, in general? general people in general Ji Prince of NY Ji <laughs> yeah bro like, I think he's better than everybody out here right now. I think he's upcoming real strong right now. <laughs> I ain't about to say that. You nah, Jay is fire. No, 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 Jay is fire. I just want to make sure you know. You know. Now what that's why I said right the baby now. first. The baby, I can make that case easy. I'm sorry. He's he's literally, literally, yeah, probably. Yeah, go ahead, make that case. Damn. Please. Nah, yeah. What's up? What's up? <laughs> I know. You know. Yeah. Um, you he got a bunch of cosigns Absolutely. from different artists mm-hmm. from all different you know regions of the country. You know, from west side, from east side. So he got the cosigns from both coasts. That's yeah. good. Not only that, he's getting booked every everywhere he goes, everywhere he, he touches down. Mm-hmm. Everything that he does on social media is being crazy publicized all over social media. Fact, his songs, he has a great PR his songs are hits. More importantly, he got a bunch of haters, and you know you popping when you got haters, son. Like that's any that's any. He's at the highest that he can be. He's at his prime right now. You, you know, know what I'm crazy saying? Court cases too. That's when you know you out here. When niggas yeah, try and to he got the down. crazy court cases. That's when you know because niggas trying to take you down. I think you're wrong, but that's okay. Who do you think future? I don't even got to make a case for future. Future speaks for himself. At this particular moment, future speaks for himself. At this particular moment, you think future is the best artist out here. The baby uses the same bass line in every single song. That's my only thing. 
I'm just going to say, like, he got bars, but it's the same. It's the same like, thing. the 4B pattern, it's the same bass line and everything. It's like it's like my same issue with Pop Smoke. It's like, yeah, all these, like, songs are, like, fire. But if you were to just strip away all the 808s, the synths, and you just looked at the bass line, just the bass line, it is the same exact thing in every single song. And for that, I can't say you were the best in the game because, to me, that just takes away from your versatility. You can be fire, but if you're going and if you're working with multiple producers, the fact that that four that baseline that four beat thing is the baby sounds. The fact that he has that for his sound, I think he's trying to use what works with him. him though. Yeah. Say, no, no, fact that works for him, but I'm gonna say that's eventually gonna to, die. You know, build up the bread as much as he can. Yeah, he I knows think, it works, so he's gonna yeah, make bread off. Whatever. Yeah, she got all my answers. I'm, I'm sorry. Nah, you said, nah, you said <laughs> it. Nah, right I hear that. I just think that sound is gonna die eventually, and I hope like with his next album he does go into a different sound because if I was I to put Kirk right next up to like Baby on Baby and I just played random songs I bet you couldn't tell me what was from what album mm. nah I could well yeah if you're yeah. a fan if you're a fan fan then you'll know I but guess like, <laughs> but like um, I like to compare like look at the, the Migos people hated yeah. how their albums were sounding because they kept sounding the same and then when they eventually tapped into different areas like I don't know like kind of pop EDM with kind of Calvin Harris and that song that slide song and then they got on dance hall beats surprisingly People are like oh, like they don't even gravitate towards those songs as much, mm-hmm. but then it's like you want them to be versatile, and when they do, you don't show them the same love as their albums that they got the same flow and the consistency. Y'all, some that compliments because they're proving to you why they do the same thing over and over. They're not versatile. What he said, I think they are. I think people are just not giving them a chance, and I'm not, I'm not saying all of them. I'm not saying specific. I'm not even specifically talking about the Migos. I just mean in general. You know, what I mean, I do think there are some rap artists that can tap on different types of things, and that Tory. Tory t- taps on on damn yeah, everything. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? The drill. He just dropped two drill songs. He he sounds like Facts. He was amazing, just bro. With Fabio. Like, he was just chilling with Fabio. Fabio. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's why. Like you know. Nothing. I mean, hey, you know all them Toronto niggas. They and yeah, Drake is just like kind of yeah. They be taking flows like nothing, bro. That's crazy. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> it's a Toronto thing. Dang. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I'm not wow. the buck. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's my future wow. city though, for real. Wow. <laughs> but it's like crazy. See, if I was to. If I was to just um, type in the baby on this program, thanks. If I was to type in the baby on this program and just look at like all the BPMs, I'm pretty sure they'd all be the same. <laughs> I'm about to say, give, give this nigga a different tempo, see if the energy's still gonna be the same. You feel me? <laughs> what do you think about the um? There was one he had like a the, the one we had with J Cole. I thought that was like a slower tempo for him, something that he's not usually kind of. Um, still still the sun? It, was, it was still the same shit. If you think want, so? When you really think about it, it was it was low key the same thing. Yeah, like, yeah, he bodied that. Like, true, not, like there can be that was in like, his pocket. I, like, there are variations of like the the shit he's talking about, but like, I I know what he's saying. Like, when you really listen, it's, it's the same thing. thing. It's his flow. Like, he's saying, I think no, that's no, his no, flow. No. Yeah, but like, no, I'm not saying he's saying the same shit. Future I'm just got like, different flows. Hmm? Young Thug got different flows. J Cole got different flows. The baby, same flow. <laughs> I also feel like he's early. You know, he just he just got popping just now. People usually tap into their versatility after their shit dead. After their shit's kind of like, all right, we're, we're over this the baby phase. Mm-hmm. Give us something new. He's still on that yeah. prime phase. This is why, like, like give us some time to like get okay. a little versatility. But I feel you like if he hasn't shown any signs of versatility just yet, and you feel like 
You can make that argument. No, it's we, not versus. We just had to show you why the baby ain't that nigga right now. But, <laughs> but you haven't shown me why Future is. I don't need to. Future speaks for himself. Longevity. That's awful. He just really loves that's future. longevity. We can future talk about like a not vet, so I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna say he's the best okay. in the game, but he is that's a just vet. His so man's, we're that. not gonna wait till he drops his. So album Drake, Drake, so Drake, you can say Drake. Drake has been how long has Drake been relevant? Like ten. 11. Oh, he's been holding it down, down for, for ten years. years. Like if anyone, if so anyone just said you, Drake, I just want to have. If you want to talk about longevity, then Drake's king. I'm gonna say Future's better than Drake just because every time they rap on the same song, Future outdoes Drake. I don't know why are you so okay. bad. I will say a couple songs. Yeah, yeah, but not, but not every single every song. song. Most songs. Uh, the majority. Whoa. Uh, I don't know. Do you not like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm a future stand, bro. Oh, oh my god. Future. I'm gonna go bump. Yeah, are you guys yeah, stupid? Are you crazy? Are you dumb? Which so, one? You could pick one. <laughs> never stop. <laughs> you ever listen to Never Stop? Huh? You ever listen to Never Stop? Drake's not on that. Why would I listen to Drake? Because you that's on the wizard. Like it's the first it song on the wizard. time to be alive, too, bro. Oh my god, it should be a good year. He's about to outdo Drake on every track. Future will outdo Drake on every track. On what a time to be alive, too. Yeah, thank you. I'm gonna just I wait. only say that. I'm gonna just wait for it. Exactly I'm, I'm not gonna say none. I'm gonna wait for it. I'm gonna say that because that's what Future did on the first one. And if you got and if you got Metro Boomin coming back to do that, shit, yeah. it's gonna be a future tape. I'm sorry, is he retired, right? No. Right. He just did that shit with the weekend. Nah, because some like I remember uh, like a couple years he was retired and oh, Gucci yeah. man like brought him out of retirement. He's like here's a mill. Can you say happy birthday? Y'all didn't say oh, happy birthday. I'm sorry. Nah, let's wrap this shit up. Did we not? Say, <laughs> we said happy birthday in the we beginning. We started off by saying happy, happy birthday. birthday. What the you started the show by saying it's, it's my, my birthday. birthday. Right. So y'all ain't gonna end it with saying happy birthday? Let's get into our reality checks. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we feel. Oh, happy birthday. Thank right. you. Respect. Respect. I said happy birthday. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Psych. <laughs> All right, let's get into our reality checks. <laughs> All right. So since it is my, oh, I was about to say. since it is my B day, I'm gonna make this you know reality right. check about myself. I want y'all to go on my socials: Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Send me a happy birthday. I would really appreciate that. You know, I had to work today, and then I came straight here. So you know, I've been a busy, busy dude all day. No relaxing So you know Them happy birthdays Will really make someone happy That someone is myself So if you want to make that Someone happy That someone is myself You know Go do that for me Happy birthday (laughs) Oh lord Okay I guess I'll tap into Dev's um, Reality check Last week because you guys didn't listen to him, so maybe I'll just reiterate it, and maybe you guys will listen this time. Wash your hands, okay? When you sneeze, please cover your mouth. Um, drink some tea. Lemon and ginger is your best friend. For my friends who like a little bit of kick in their tea, you know, add some cayenne pepper. That'll do you some justice. Vicks. Um, wipe your ass. Okay, okay. Wipe your ass, you know. What else do we got? Um... So we have this thing called Wim Masked Tea for you guys. That could just be any type of, you know, dark liquor. Just warm that bad boy up, put some sugar, you know, mix it around and just put that in your body because I'm tired of y'all spreading your germs. Thank you. That's it for this week. Wait, Wim Masked Tea has liquor in it? That's, that's just liquor? Wim Masked Tea is not liquor? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was oil. The wheel, that's not oil? 
That's just <laughs> liquor. It's liquor. Oh, Haitians are crazy. <laughs> 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 Shit, I will give y'all that. <laughs> Shout out to all my zoes, man. <laughs> How about for yourself? Um, uh, I'd say for anybody kind of inspiring local startups, artists, companies, agencies, I say what my brother told me, my big brother told me yesterday, he's like, don't wait, create. So don't wait for the opportunity to come through your door, go create them. You know what I'm saying? For me as a DJ, as example, I gotta go create my leads, you know, hit people up, let you know promoters know I'm out here, I'm doing my thing, give them a chance to listen to my mixes, you know what I mean? Go promote yourself, no one's gonna do it. If you ain't gonna do it, no one's gonna do it for you, so. Mm. Word. That's big facts. Word. And then for my reality check this week, I will just say to um, never stop chasing after what you want. You feel me? If the bag presents itself and it's for the taking, by all means, go ahead and take that shit. Anybody <laughs> that like gets in your way, you know, kick them to the side, push them to the side because it's your time for the taking. You feel me? So um, the reason why I say that is because sometimes I like to look back into the past to see what we were doing on the podcast earlier. And when I just see the growth from the show, like from years ago to now, I'm proud when I see the growth of the artists that come on the show and to see where they're at now, I'm proud because I'm like, hey, we saw something in you and now you're doing something great. <laughs> like, I don't know, that that just like that growth and that potential is yeah, uh, dope to yes see sir. from people. You feel me? So never stop chasing after what you want because once you get that shit, it's going to be beautiful to see that shit flourish. You feel me? Trust me. And that's my reality check. All right, let's now let's get into our vibe of the week so we can get out of here. Ah, uh, yes. Indeed. So, um, my vibe of the week, <clears throat> it's off uh, Key Glock's new album. It dropped a week ago, Yellow Tape. It's uh, the second song. It's called Doe.
it up, uh, bitch, I'm the shit Giving niggas bubble guts Yeah, every whip in my crib, it go 200 plus Except my yellow short bus, that's my Rolls Royce truck Yeah, I be going nuts, nigga, I be going dumb Dumb up, thumbing through the numbers Run up, run up if you wanna Chopstick on me, bitch, I eat you like a ton of These young niggas with me, they I eat you like a runner I wonder why these niggas behave, yeah Lord knows I really got boys shooting like the Navy, yeah song doe off his new album yellow tape you're welcome per usual happy birthday to me <laughs> all right okay mm. um so we didn't even talk about valentine's day at all why would we do oh, that shit. we can talk about it next week we can talk about it next week <laughs> you, you got you got something planned for valentine's day you in a relationship for my vibe i'm not but so what's my- the word no, I'm no, let's talk. What was girls' the... thing? Oh, yeah. She belongs to the streets. I'm having a girls' thing. Okay, thank you. <sighs> Anywho, to get you guys, you know, in the mood for Friday. Ooh. Um, what you gonna call? It? <laughs> uh, don't do that. Um, I'm gonna do um, "Ask Like That" by. Let me make sure I get her name right. Victoria Monet. Um, it's a nice little R and B soul type of vibe, you know. It's to for dick her us late. No, it's not even like it's a song for us girls. Just a twerking very, song. No, not even that. I just said R and B soul. You're talking about twerking song. Oh God. Anywho, <laughs> twerking slow is it a love song promoted towards Valentine's love and. It's know, more of like us self love for girls, so like just reminding us, like you know, we're oh, bad bitches. Oh, so this bitches. is for the single girls. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. You know. Okay, yeah, these are for the girls that can't get a man. Hey, reintroduce that shit. Go ahead, Oh my God. Okay, again, "Ask Like That" by Victoria Monet.
Busy Crooks. It's called Ramen Noodles, and um, he also just dropped. Um, it was just recently dropped last year. I think it's called Confetti. But yeah, Ramen Noodles. I forget the number of the song, but it's, it's a pretty inspiring song for like motivating and kind of how he came up. So you know, inspire yourself. Come <laughs> up. Keep working on what you're working on, man. And of course I had to finally level up What you expect? Now my niggas finally rich though It's so longer than expected She said, what y'all want to drink? I told that bitch the most expensive shit Cause we been at the bottom way too long And I know most these niggas fake But I just always play along I'm self-made, my nigga, what you hating on? They said that it was coming for me What the fuck they waiting on? How could I not keep going? They tried to knock me off my pivot But that's not what's going I made it out and built a house From all the shots they throwing they know exactly what you're worth, they don't want you to know it The money's never slowing down, cause nigga, we been at the bottom way too long And I know hoes don't keep it real, but I just always play alone So you want me to stay tonight, but I can't even stay that long I play it like a favorite song, I make her come and then I'm gone, then I get back to it Bitch, I'm a motherfucking legend, where my statue at? I can't go broke, cause see this money, I'm attached to it we post the money, dawg, cause we ain't used to having it So every chance we get to, we gon' flash this shit Rhyming noodle soups, now we do, you know where to share And of course I had to finally level up, what you expect? Now my niggas finally rich, though it's so longer than expected She said, what y'all want to drink? I told that bitch the most expensive shit Cause we been at the bottom way too long And I know most these niggas fake, but I just always play along I'm self-made, my nigga, what you hating on? They said that it was coming for me, what the fuck they waiting on? Yeah what y'all niggas hatin' on me for? I pushed that Honda Civic till it couldn't go no more Doors closed and that's what opened all the doors We shopped at Nordy's then returned it cause we really can't afford it And then we switched it up 
They used to judge like I ain't had it, I ain't get no fucks I turned that Civic to a Beamer, now I'm rich as fuck The big body, $60, just to fill it up And I still can't get enough, cause look my nigga We been at the bottom way too long I'm not the nigga you should play with, you should leave my name alone And see these niggas not too friendly, you should leave my gang alone Mama used to send me money grams and now I pay the homes And now I'm back to ballin' I hit the dealer shit, caught the cash, I didn't even bargain My ex-girl number still blocked, I know she's probably callin' A year ago when niggas probably still in shit at Target Dog, I could you not applaud us We went from ramen noodle soups, now we do You know where to share And of course I had to finally level up, what you expect? Now my niggas finally rich, though it's longer than expected She said, what y'all want to drink? I told that bitch the most expensive shit Cause we been at the bottom way too long And I know most these niggas fake But I just always play along I'm self-made, my nigga, what you hating on? They said that it was coming for me What the fuck they waiting on? And then for my vibe of the week, you know me and local talent, I'ma just keep it pushing, alright? So this is Shay Crew and the track is called Do Not Disturb. Picking up calls, of calls you 
Not Disturbed by Shay Crew. Hopefully y'all enjoyed that. And that was pretty much the end of the episode. DJ Potential, thank you for pulling thank up. Thank you for we having me. appreciate you. Thank you feel you. me? Rich, happy birthday. You feel right, me? happy I'll birthday. Handshake. Birthday. And also, I didn't say <laughs> this in the birthday. beginning of the episode, but hello. Shout out to us because we turned two years old. You feel me? Hey. 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 The two for two lit. Two lit. years. That's strong, hey. bro. Shout out to everyone that's been listening to us. You know, we appreciate the love. And we are just going to, you know, get better, grind harder, and, you know, become hotter. We're going to take over the city, feel me? So, it's been your boy, DME. It's been your boy, Cozy Rich, and it's been my birthday. It's been your girly money. It's your boy, DJ Potential. (laughs) You've been listening to the Urban Products. We will catch y'all next week. And it's not going to be my birthday. (laughs) Oh, my God.